Welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast that's the bomb diggity in a magical world. Today is November 27th, equal to Sagittarius 6. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. November 27th, 176 A.D is the date Emperor Marcus Aurelius grants his son Commodus the rank of Imperator and makes him Supreme Commander of the Roman Legions. But in the magical wonderland of Fabella, a former Olympian inspired magicians to war. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Sagittarius 6, 4176, FY, Fabella year, equal to November 27th, 176 AD, Earth year. The closest figure Fabella had to Jesus Christ was Aphrodite. She may seem like an odd choice, as most of the myths and legends associated with Aphrodite paint her as a villainess and seductress. The Aphrodite of Fabella is vastly different from the one that appears in myth and legend. Within the history of Fabella, a jealous Zeus created unflattering myths about Aphrodite to discredit her. During her time as the savior of Fabella, Aphrodite preached unity, peace, and love. Like Christ, she died for the sins of the people. And also, like Jesus Christ, wars were waged in her name, going directly against the lessons she preached. Hera, a former Olympian who falsely claimed to be a prophet, made perhaps the most influential speech of the monster age on this date, giving rise to the first magician's conquest by claiming she received a message from Aphrodite that all magicians in the West should go to war against non-magic Sadru people in order to attain their rightful place as gods. This was not the first appeal of its kind, but it came at an important time for Hera. Not wanting to relinquish her power as a goddess, she sought to become queen of the Olympians. Hera seized the opportunity to unite the last Olympian magicians under her as she fought to help Olympus rise as a powerful beacon once more. Hera's war cry caught fire mobilizing magicians to drum up support throughout the West for the crusade against the non-magic Sadrus. All told, between 80,000 and 120,000 people responded to Hera's call to march on the Sheba Union, set on making the nation one exclusive to magicians. 
The Magician's Conquest was the largest war of the medieval age of Abella. The continent of Sacria became the main theater of war as magicians faced off against Sadrus. Ultimately, the Sadrus were able to beat back Hera's forces. Hera continued to claim to be a prophet and threatened that God's vengeance would come upon the world because the Sadrus didn't lay down their arms. The magician's conquest was a sign that despite the power magicians held, they were not unbeatable, and they weren't gods. A great many were bullies who needed to be put in their place. It took an awfully long time for magicians to climb back into the world's good graces after their embarrassing loss. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and audio blocks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.